Pesachim daf Lamed Aleph. The last thing we did was we started the Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Amud Bet about a Nochri who lent Israel money. The Israel gave him his Hametz. He came back a week and a half later, picked up the Hametz. That Hametz is Mutar Bahana'ah. If uh, vice versa, the Israel gave him money and the, the Goy gave him his Hametz, and then the Goy comes back after Pesach. And says, I don't want to give you back the money. You can't keep that hametz. And with that, we are starting on the bottom of Lamed Amud Bet. Three lines down where the Gemara starts. The Gemara is going to be talking about a case where someone lent someone money. He gave him a collateral. And then the the person who borrowed the money couldn't pay it back. And, okay, you could keep the collateral. When does the collateral become the, the person who gave the monies? Abaye itmar baal hov baal hov abaye amar le mafreya hugover he gets whatever he gets retroactively which means the person who gave the money now owns the whatever the collateral may be all the way back when the original loan started no, from the minute the, the, the man called up and said I can't pay you back at that point it becomes yours now if the person borrowing the money, he was Makdish, the, the collateral, he said, the watch I gave you is now Kodesh, or he sold it to someone else. If everyone agrees, nobody argues that uh, the, the person who is now holding it, uh, the person who gave the money, can now take that uh, collateral from wherever he feels like it, it's mine. And the person lending the money, who gave the money, he could come and be podet. Meaning, usually a person who uh, gives something to hekdesh, uh, if all of a sudden you have uh, you change your mind, you could uh, you could uh, you know give money instead, transfer the kedusha and pay a little fine. Great. Here, he the person who gave the money, even though someone else was magdish, you can't take it out of hekdesh. But on the other hand, he could, he's the one who can do the, the, the pidyon. He's the one who can transfer the Kedusha back. As we learned in the Mishnah, he adds another dinar of some sort. And, uh, this, and uh, he's pode, he gets his uh, whatever the collateral is back. And as she explains, technically he's supposed to get it for free, but uh, we don't want to. We don't want people saying that this person took something away from Hekdesh for free. Therefore, we make him add another dinar, and uh, he's good to go. He could take it. So nobody argues in that type of situation. Keep Where's the machloket abayin The zabin malve vekadish malve. If the person who's now holding the collateral, the person who gave the money in the beginning. He, while it was by him, he didn't expect this person to pay back, and he was makdish the thing, or he sold the, the collateral. Abaye Amar, you get it back retroactively. And Kevan de when the man came to him and says, I can't pay you back, we now know retroactively, all the way back to the beginning, that it was in the, the lender's hands. And it's a good sale, and it's a good hekdesh. He's only it's only becomes his from now on. Since this guy, if he had money, he would have gave it to you and he would took back his collateral. And I mean it really was more connected to him. 
Ishtakah de ashta kane. Means you were, you just bought it from now, and you're whatever you makdish someone else's property and doesn't count, or you sold someone else's uh, property, or, and it means nothing. So now the Gemara asks, "Umi Amar Avri, Umi Amar Rava Hachi." Did Rava really say that you buy it from here on out? The Amar Ame Bar Hamare Uven Shemachar Sadel Shimon Bahayut. Ame Bar Hamazad. Reuven who sold the property to Shimon with the guarantee that if uh, if my uh, my creditors, if people, other people I owe money to take this land, I will I will give you back your money. Uskafan alav bemilve. Shimon didn't pay yet. He said, "I'll owe you the money. I owe you." Sort of thing. We'll pay it off slowly. Mortgage, whatever the case may be. Now, umet Reuven. Reuven passes away. Shimon comes. The becomes one of the creditors that uh, Reuven owed money to, and he wants to take this land away from Shimon. Shimon comes Shimon, gives him some cash, um, sends the guy away. And now Shimon is claiming, listen, I gave the money to the other guy. I pay, I paid uh, Reuven's uh, bill. I'm done paying. I don't have to pay Reuven's kids anymore. Dinahu, the din is that two benere uven v'amelad Shimon. The children of Reuven come to Shimon. They tell him, "Anan mital teles shabak abun gabach." Our father left us movable property, meaning the money that you owe my father, which is uh, which is ours as a uh, as an inheritance, is movable object and movable objects umetal teled movable object. If it belongs to the tome. They are not connected to any one of our father's uh, creditors. Meaning what you paid was your own thing. If you would have left the land and you would have gave the guy the land, you would have had uh, what to discuss with us. But now that you gave him cash, cash has nothing to do with this conversation. And Rabbi said, If Shimon is smart and doesn't want to lose his money, he should pay them instead of cash. He should give them a different land. And then come and pick up that land from them. Because even though this land came to them after their father passed away, it's still connected part of the original loan. And land is a guaranteed property. He can now come and take back the, the, the land from them. Rav Nachman said, Yetomim, who picked up land as payment from their father, someone who their father owes money to, can come and pick up the land. Now, if you want to say that he gets it retroactively, if the minute the man tells you, I can't pay you, he defaults on his payment, you now get it all the way from the beginning of the loan, now I understand why if you pay them land, you can now pick up the land back. It's like they were gove. It's like they took that money originally like uh, when their father was still alive. But if you say that he gets it from now and on, why is Rav Nahman hold that you can now come and Take back the land you pay them. It's as if the Yetomim bought this land after their father passed away. And if the Yetomim bought anything, is that anyway connected to someone who their father owes money to? So the Gemara explained, no, 
we could say that you get it from now and on. And Shani Hatam, in, in Rav Nahman's case, it was different. The Amaleu, this uh, person can tell the Yatomim, the same way I have to pay back your father for the land. I'm also connected to your uh, person that your father owes money to, meaning to him himself. Remember, if uh, someone came and took that land, the father said he wanted to, he'll pay the money back. And all this goes back to Midrabi Natan. It goes back to the Brayta de Tanya, Rabbi Natan Omer, Minayin Lenoshe Behavero Mane. If I, if, if someone owes me money, right? Behavero Behavero. And, so, and I owe someone money. So person C owes person B money, and person B owes, some, uh, owes someone A money. We take from person C and we give it to person A. And from there, Rav Nachman understood that the, the, the person over here can play this sort of a trick. Give them land and now their father, now they have land and they can now, uh, now he takes it back from them. So now the Gemara is going to ask on Rava from Avir Chot Pesach. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Nochri shehilvat Israel al-Hametz. So, Nochri gave a Jew money, Jew gave him Hametz. Achara Pesach mutar bana. After Pesach, you allowed to bana. Iyamat mishlam al-Nofre'o gove. If you tell me that the Nochri gets it all the way from the beginning, I'm told hachi mutar bana. That's why you're allowed to have Hana'a, because the Hametz became the Nochri's all the way from the beginning. However, ela iyamat mikan ul-Habao gove. But if he gets it from now and on, amai mutar bana. Why are you allowed to buy this from the Nochri? It was the Jews the entire time. So my answer is, Now what are we dealing with over here? You actually gave it to the Nochri, and it was in the Nochri's house the entire holiday, so it's as if it was his. Meaning you already did uh, 90% of the job. You put it up for collateral, and you gave it to him, and then after the holiday, when you paid back, okay, it's a different story. So the Gemara asks, Lema Ketanaim, Abaye and Rava, they're machloket where Abaye says you get it back retroactively, Lema Freya, and Rava says you get it from now and on. Let's say it's a machloket anaim. We have a Braita, Israel Shehilvale Nochrial Hametzo, Israel who lent the Goy money and the Goy gave him his Hametz. Le'ahara Pesach eno over. After Pesach, no Isur. Mishum Rabbi Meir Omru, over. There you do Avera. My love, Be'aka Miflegea, isn't Tanakama and Rabbi Meir's Machloket the more savar because Rabbi Meir holds like Abaye that Lemafra'u Gove, that you get it retroactively from the beginning, and that's why it's Asur. Or more savar, Tanakama held like Rava, Mikanu Labau Gove, and that's why it's Mutar. Take my pushes back. Vitispera, can you really say that? Emma Sefa, look at the end of the Baita. Aval Nochi Sheva de Israel Hametzo. If a goy gave a Jew money for his hametz, and the Jew gave him hametz, it's over. According to you, it should be the total opposite. According to who says in the Resha that he's not over, according to, I guess, Tanakama, Hacha, over here you have to say he's over, and whoever says he's over, Hacha and the Sefa, and over. Ela, you have to say, Hacha be maskina, what are we dealing with over here? Kegon sheher hino etzlo. That 
the person borrowing the money actually gave the hametz to the the person lending him the money and Tanakaman Rabbi Meir have a machloket of what Rabbi Tzchak said. The Amar Rabbi Tzchak Minayin la Baal Chov Shekone Mashkon. How do we know that a person who someone owes him money, the the creditor? How do we know that he owns the Mashkon? It's his. And as she says the Nafkamina would be is if something happens uh, as an honest, it's out of control, he has to pay. It's as if it's in your possession. You, you're like a shoel until the guy pays back. It's yours, but you're, you're like a borrower. And Tosfot says, no, you're like a shomer sachar. Exactly, whatever the case may be, but it's yours. It's in your possession. If you give back the Ani's collateral, let's say the Ani gave you his pajama, and you give him, you give it back his pajama and night before he goes to sleep, it's considered tzedakah. Now, if you weren't koneh the collateral, the pajama, why would it be considered tzedakah? You're just giving it back his own thing. From here you see that a baal hov is koneh the mashkon. And tanakama savar, when do we say that as if you're koneh the mashkon? That's Israel mi Israel. That's when we're dealing with Jews. Who the karina bel chatiyat tzedakah, the Israel minochri. If a Jew took a collateral from a Goy, look on it, he wasn't Kone. And therefore, that Hametz, even though it was in the Jew's possession the whole time, it's Mutar after Pesach, Verbi Meir Savar, Kalva Homer. If Yisrael me Israel Kane, if a Jew gives another Jew collateral, he's Kone, Israel me Nochrilokal Sheken, all the more so. And therefore, that Hametz is a Surbhana. And therefore, we have to explain the end of the Brayta. Vanochri shehilvat Yisrael hametzo lahara pesach divrei kol over. If a goy gave a Jew money, the Jew gave him the hametz after the pesach. It's uh, he you're over on that hametz. Why? Hatam vaday nochri Yisrael lokane. You have to say in that case that a goy does not buy that hametz from uh, from the Jew, and the entire time it belonged to a Jew and it's asur behanaa. So now, Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Nukhri Shehilva Yisrael al Hametzo. Nukhri, now in our Mishnah, we said that a, a Goy who gave Israel money and, he, and Israel gave him his Hametz, Ahara Pesach Mutar Bahana'a, and after Pesach, you allowed to have benefit from it. Nehi Nami Dehir Hinoitzla, even if he gave it to him. Now, the problem is according to Rabbah, Ha'amat Nukhri Mi Yisrael Lokaneh. We just said that Yisrael and Nukhri, the collateral is not bought. So in that case, the Hametz belonged to Israel the whole time. So why is it Mutar Bihana afterwards? So the Gemara answers, no, it's not a contradiction. It's not a contradiction. One, if he said at the time that you buy it from now, then okay. The Hametz would go to the Nukhri retroactively and the Israel was, is not all there. And when the Braita, when we said it's Asur, is talking about, he didn't say the word Akshav, and the only the Nukhri only gets it after Pesach, and that's why it's Asur Bihana'a. So Kuma asks, Umena Temra Deshanile, where do you get the idea to split it up that way? When he said uh, now, and didn't say now, meaning retroactively or not, Detanya, it says in Braita, Nukhri Shehirhin Pat Purni Etzel Israel. A goy said, "Here's uh, he said to Israel, here's a collateral, one big piece of bread I cooked in the oven. You could have it. The Jew and the Israel, and not over. He's not over on Bali It's not mine. Now, the im amar lo 
And if the goy says, well, this is my payment, that's it, done, it's yours. Or then, or if you accept it, over, then you're over in Balira A. And here's the problem. What's the difference with that one word, Higatiha? It's yours. Uh, why in the Resha, you know, over in the Sefa? What's that one word make a difference? Ela love, you have to say, it's sort of like it means like you buy it from now. And Shmamina, Shani, It makes a big difference if you said Me'achshav or not. And Igma says, yeah, Shmamina, that, that one word makes a huge difference. Tanur Rabbanan, Hanut Shalisel, a Jew has a store, Umlai Shalisel, and it's his inventory in the store, all the Hametz are there, Upa'ale, Nochrim, Nechnesim, Lesham, and you have Goyim going in and out, he has Goyim working in the store, Hametz, Shanim, Shasham, any Hametz that is in the store, it probably belongs to the owner, Ahara Pesach, Asur Bahana'a, and after Pesach, it's Asur Bahana'a, Ven, Seich, Lomar, Bachilan, for sure you can't even eat it, it probably belongs to the Jew, not to the workers there. Hanut Shel Nochri, if it belongs to a Goy, and inventory is of a goy. And there's Jewish workers in the store. Any hametz that you we find there after Pesach, there's no question you could have benefit from it. You let it eat it, not a problem. Now this seems pretty simple, but uh, Rabbeinu Hananel has an opposite girsa that we don't go after the owner, we go after the workers. On the other hand, there's a Tosefta that has like Rashi's Gisa and it's uh, up for explanation. Okay. Hametz, here's the next Mishnah. Hametz, Shinafla, Alav, Mapole, Tarehu, Kimbo'ar. You have a building full on Hametz. It's considered already burnt. You don't have to uh, empty everything out and reburn it. Rabban Shimon, Megam, the Elomer, Kol, She'en, Akele, Vechol, Lechapes, Ahalab. It all depends. If it's so covered up that a door can't, uh, you know, if he sneaks in there, he can't get it out, then that's considered burnt. Now the Gemara starts, Amarav Hasda, Vetzarik Shevatel Belibo. You have to at least be Mevatel, nullify it in your heart. And the Ran of you explains, you have to actually say the words. And the idea is you have to nullify it, you have to be Mevatel, because it's at the end of the day it's in your property, you have to at least show that I don't want it here. Tana, Kama Hafisat Akelib. How much is uh, whatever a dog can find? How much rubble has to be on top of that hametz in order for me not have to go after look for it now and empty everything up and go and get it? The Gemara answers sheloshat fahim. That's all he needs. It needs to be rubble of three tefahim. Amale Rav Acha bered Rav Yosef la Rav Ashe had Amar Shemuel kesafim en lahem shemira ela bakarka. When Shemuel said the only way you could watch over money is by putting it in the ground. And if you don't put it in the ground, that's not considered doing your due diligence as a Shomer. Now, When you're putting it in the ground, do you need to put it three Tfahim deep or not? We, we just need to make sure that uh, the dog doesn't uh, smell it, and therefore three Tfahim. We want you to hide it from the Ganavim, from the thieves. You don't need to put three tfahim, you just need to cover it. So how deep do you have to go in? Rafram Bar Papa from Sikhra said, all you need is a tefah. Now the next Mishnah. A person ate hametz, but it happened to also be truma, and you're not a Kohen on Pesach. Beshogeg, if you did it by mistake, Meshalem Keren Vahomesh, you have to pay the principal amount, let's say it cost $100 plus another 20 bucks, so you owe 120 bucks. 
and this is only if you did it by mistake, uh, if you did it on purpose, you don't have to pay at all, not because uh, you're a gazlan, you stole it, and you stole it from the hektesh, and there's no uh, there's no worth to this on Pesach, and you don't even have to pay the worth of what you would use it for as firewood. So even the couple dollars that it would be worth uh, if you put it uh, on, in the fire, it's still uh, you don't have to pay that. Now, Tanana Tam, we learned in Masechet Terumot. Ha'ochel Teruma Beshogeg. Someone ate Teruma by mistake. Meshalem Keren Vahomesh. You have to pay the principal plus a fifth. Ehad Ha'ochel Behad Ashoteh, whether you ate it or drank it. Ve'ehad Ha'sach, whether you rubbed it on yourself. Ehad Teruma Teme'a, Ve'ehad Teruma Teora, whether it's Tameo Tahor, Meshalem, Homesh, you gotta pay that fifth. Ve'humsha Dehumsha. And if you ate that fifth by a mistake, it's already considered on the level of teruma, and you have to give a fifth of that also. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.